Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Health, Wealth and Anything Else. Hello everyone, welcome back. Another week of the Health Wealth Podcast. Barry's back again this week to join me. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great, Ryan. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, look forward to it. Um, it was great, great chat the last time um, when we were delving more into the uh, mindset and my experiences with that as a former gymnast and uh, high-level coach. So, um, and my, my continuation of my work um, that, I've, that I've found that are really um, some principles that I found are really relevant and important um, when trying to improve your mindset. So, um, regardless of of uh, you know your current challenges or your lifestyle, so um, that was really interesting and looking forward to getting a bit more into that. But um, yeah, another busy week. Lots lots happening, uh, and of course, get getting there. Um, getting there slowly and managed to get some more content out on social media so onwards and upwards it's good it's good it's good to be busy good to have things to do yeah it's um, and yourself yeah yeah keeping busy um i've been working on updating the website and also the the membership platform is getting close to being ready to launch as well um which which is exciting looking to get that going and kind of really try to getting one to one like the social media is good kind of putting stuff out there but once the membership platform's kind of launched can literally get in kind of one-to-one face-to-face with people and actually start seeing the effects of helping people um to improve their their health and their life you know mainly through their diet nutrition and i'm really looking forward to that starting to see you know some helping some people out yeah absolutely uh i was speaking to uh, i was speaking to someone this weekend actually um a young lady and I was telling her about my, you know, my sort of not regime but my structure mm-hmm. in terms of nutrition and, and the fasting and and she you know she she just couldn't kind of comprehend she couldn't comprehend <laughs> at all you know like she, yeah. you know, it was almost like what have I been listening to all this time you know that that I really have been kind of brainwashed in a way and I went well exactly you know they don't want you healthy they they want yeah. you um dependent on GPs and uh, medication and all these other things you know which we all need at some point um you know especially if it's if it's not lifestyle um if it's not caused by lifestyle of course we need that we need medical um, intervention but you know, we've spoke about many times that the majority of, of problems really can be solved by just changing what it is that you eat and cutting certain things out, living active, exercising, and cutting out inflammatory foods. So, you know, I was explaining my uh, my current, uh, you know, 20 hours, 20 hours fast, five days a week, uh, 18 hours one day, and then a more relaxed day on the on the on the Sunday, which is today normally. So, um, but yeah, it, it really just opened up our whole way of thinking, you know, and it's just great when 
you know, she 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 wanted to be enlightened by that, and she took it in, and I, I gave her a very simple um, plan. You know, get your sixteen hours in, eight of which you are sleeping generally. You know, mm-hmm. so it's only really four before four hours before waking up, and four hours before you go to sleep that uh, that you really have to um, abstain from calorie intake. So. You know, if you're if you start at half twelve, you can finish at half eight. It's not really that difficult. You know, mm-hmm. it's really quite achievable. And uh, not just gave her a, a range of information on on things to avoid and, and things to focus on. And um, yeah, it was, it was really good interaction. But it's amazing when somebody just keeps their mind open like that and takes it in, um, and is prepared to be enlightened. That that change that can change somebody's life, and then that's a domino domino effect because if their life changes, then that impacts on their the the people in their life as well, you know, in a positive way. So that's really what you know the beauty of what we're doing here. So absolutely, and it, it, like you say, it's great when you get someone like that because the majority of people that you talk to about it and uh, they look at you like you're from another planet. Uh, yeah. but someone who's open to it um, is great because they say it is just about education and knowledge and what people think you know for the majority of my life I thought I knew what being healthy was um, and it turns out I completely didn't and if you just open your mind up and be willing to say maybe I'm wrong about that maybe the mainstream information is wrong and, and learn about it you know you can make a massive difference to your health and your life like I feel amazing now and and I look back at what I used to eat and how I used to, what I used to think was healthy. I'm like, man, how did I even think that was healthy? But, you know, like you say, it's all around you. It's Everyone else thinks it and so you go along with it, don't you? So, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yep, it's uh, it's something that, you know, I always try to look at um, when I'm in a social scenario, you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's, if it's brought up. Um, I'll just answer it, you know, very clearly and... You know, you do get a lot of surprise looks, but that's it. We're trying to change. We're trying, you know, you don't have breakfast, really. I'm thinking, yeah. not for years. I don't even have a football anymore, you know. So, <laughs> unless, uh, unless, but that, that's uh, that's something I may have to invest in, you know, because I'm trying to, to um, you know, reduce uh, the, the amount of, uh, reduce and eradicate chocolate and replace that with fruit as a, as a sort of treat. Um, which uh, would be, you know, not not for nutri- nutritious reasons, um, obviously because I get all the nutrition from, you know, a lot of uh, red meat, red meat, fish, uh, organ organ meat as well, um, chicken, pork, and really the fruit is just, you know, a, a treat, um, if you will. So, um, and I probably a. No doubt, a better one than chocolate, anyway. So unless you're having dark chocolate, which is has a has a, has a lower amount of uh, sugar content in it, so um, yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm going to be kind of that's my my next kind of uh, thing to work on. You know the yeah. the after the pre the, the post dinner sort of snacking um, because I really want to try and get. Although I'm not having having that much, I want to bring bring it down even another level still. And from my plan about, I would say the beginning of May is to try going full carnivore. Um, uh, so that that the the reason being holiday, sixth of June, 
and I want to be in even better shape going into that and that's something that I want I want to try and work towards so um, take out the carbs completely even though I'm not I'm, I'm having very little and eradicate the sugar as well mm. and uh, because I've got that basis already with the fasting and the majority the majority of my diets you know protein um it shouldn't hit me too hard <clears throat> it should be able to adapt to it you know quicker than someone who was coming from you know that you know five fruit and vegetables three meals four meals a day sort of thing and yeah. they feel carnivore their their body's not going to be as prepared for it as as mine so um yeah that's uh that's the uh, the next thing but start of may hopefully i'll be I will be in that position that I can, um, that I can eradicate those those things fully, and uh, yeah, see how it goes, and yeah. uh, coincide that with a, um, a more intense. Uh, although I, I train a fairly intense, you know, day to day, I put make that a little bit more intense. Tweak out one or two things, and uh, hopefully by the start of June, I'll have you know reached the, the the level that I want. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you'll see um, you'll see good results from that. Um, like carnivore is amazing for that, and you won't. And people think, uh, especially people who kind of are into fitness and train a lot, they they people always worry about having a lack of energy when you drop carbs. Um, but you you, you don't get that uh, fat. Like it, the one thing you have to do um, on carnivore, you have no carbs. You have to get enough fat. You've got to make sure that you have plenty of fat because fat's the key. Like fat is so good. It gets such a bad name, but it's so good for you, and that and that's where you get all your energy from. And it gives you a better form of energy because carbohydrates is a short-term burst of energy. Fat will just give you energy. You just keep going and going. You don't have any peaks and troughs. It just keeps going. I've, I've actually just started for this month. I mean, I'm, I'm I kind of gradually came into it too, kind of similar to what you do, and kind of bit by bit as I learned more, I was kind of like, okay, I don't want to eat that anymore. Go eat this, and I don't want to eat that, and then for april i still i was pretty much carnivore but i would just have a little bit of fruit and yogurt sometimes but from april first so yesterday for the whole month of april i'm going to do literally zero carb and just just see how i feel and if, if i feel better like that i might continue it if i think i felt better with a little bit of carbs then i might go back to that it's just like not there's an optimal a base optimal diet for humans but obviously the exact intricacies of it are not the same for every single person so you got to kind of as we're doing is experiment yourselves like we have the knowledge but then we can go and see okay do i feel better on this do i feel better on that some people eat once a day and that's great for them some people will eat carnivore and still eat two three times a day it's it's what works best for you um so yeah no i, th I think you'll see great results when you when you go for carnivore with that it, it definitely works a lot and in, and in terms of like the in terms of uh fat loss on your on your body and weight loss like it's been insane what what i've seen with, with being on it. it it's it's crazy um but I'm probably the least i've ever been yes uh actually tonight i just had steak by itself which mm. is rare which is is rare for me but it was a, it was actually fine i, I, I don't mm. need, see, feel the need for an accompaniment you know but um yes. The healthy, the healthy the healthy fats are just spot on about that because I mean that that's a great way to break the fast for for for, for stars, but it's also so necessary for um, your nutrition and and maintaining a healthy gut and a, a strong immune system. Yeah, um, especially if you are dropping those carbs, 
and uh, you know no better than than, than eggs and avocado uh, in my opinion. So um, it's certainly from what I've read um, that is the case. Um, I know there is a little bit of you know there, there's a there's a point of view out there that that too many eggs is isn't great, but I think if you get that. I, I I don't personally subscribe to that. I think the sweet spot is about three to four per day. And I think if you're you're having that post dinner, that just sets everything up really nicely. Yeah, yeah. Eggs are great. That's one thing. I mostly I'll eat just beef steaks, some other meats, like some mince, some chicken, and sometimes some pork. And but but eggs definitely are what I have with it as well. And and I do have butter. And salt. So, so some people on carnival will will not have butter, but I, I like to have a good amount of butter on my steaks. Yeah, yeah, and it makes it taste good too. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And but and butter is what I would put in the pan um, if mm. I didn't have beef dripping, which is uh, yeah a, an absolute exceptional ingredient to have. You know, for for cooking um, for cooking meat especially or cooking anything really. Yeah. Um, actually more efficient and healthier than olive oil but in terms of the eggs a bit of butter you know is, is great you know actually quite a bit of butter is, is, is good mm. for you so and then and, and i've also started there um i used to um, maybe about a couple of months ago i would sort of grate some um parmesan now i've kind of experimenting with goat's cheese as well which is just I mean, it's it's great for you. That's that's another really healthy fat right there, and uh, yeah, it's a bit on the it's a bit on the pricey side. Goat's cheese, but it's definitely <laughs> it. it's so tasty, you know. Especially yeah. you can just mix it in just the right amount into your eggs and with some paprika, salt, and pepper. Fantastic. That's it. That's it. Like you say, it's finding finding what works for you and and what you're happy with, like. A good ribeye steak with butter and salt on. I could literally eat that meal happily for every meal for the rest of my life. Like I, I love it. It's, it's what works for you. Some people maybe decide they couldn't part with that and they'll have to work some other stuff around. But it's uh, seeing seeing what works for you. Well, absolutely, yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's um, it's definitely. Uh, I think being creative is something that's that's very that's very important. And there's just so much so much knowledge and information out there you know literally on your phone i mean you, you can you can find tons of things to make um even mm. if it's you know you don't have you don't really need a wide variety of, of ingredients you know especially if, if you are going like full carnivore or 85 protein you know you don't need you don't need that many but the, the, the sort of base um ingredients if you will there's so many things that you can so many recipes that you can do it in so many different styles. Um, you know, you can mix and match different ones, seasonings yeah. especially, you know. Um, I had a, a pork fillet the other day um, and uh, I had a, actually a bit of a... I had an onion, just chopped it up, put it around the side. I seared it first, both sides in the, in the, in the pan and um, then I put it into a, a dish with... A, just some onions sprinkled down the side, but had it seasoned with, you know, salt, paprika, um, pepper. Um, I think there was some oregano on there as well. And um, I made, uh, I had a double cream and I had, I found this little recipe. So perhaps it wasn't the best one 
or health wise, but it wasn't it wasn't a huge amount, you know, it was just something mm-hmm. over the pork um as a little treat, you know, cream uh Worcester sauce and Dijon mustard actually, and um, with some chopped garlic, you know, just mixed up and spring poured over the, the pork, foil on into the oven, 35 minutes out, boom, tasted delicious, you know. So there's a uh, there's uh, for, for those with a creative mind, there's plenty of um, there's plenty of great ways to have your meat, yeah. and yeah, it, it doesn't need to be too time consuming either, you know, especially when you become more experienced. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It doesn't take long. I mean, I mean to you know to have like steaks like I do most of the time, um, it, it's not it's not that long to make them. You get them on a nice hot pan, cast a uh, cast iron pan, and. You know, depending on how well done you like them, of course, it's it's not that long to cook at all. Easier than most meals, so it's definitely not more more time consuming or more difficult, like you say. For, for sure, I've uh, I was over at my old, my, my older brother's uh, last week, and he's got he's got a fantastic thing going with uh, bone broth, um, which mm. is very healthy. You know, especially you can get bones and you know do them in the slow cooker. Just let them. Um, just let them cook, you know, over eight to ten hours, and use it in a, a dish with a. It was pork. It was pork shoulder, and uh, eggs within within natural broth. Broth with a little with a small helping of like vermicelli noodles. So it was almost like one of those. It's like kind of the things type of things you see in Wagamamas. You know, it was like. Yeah. Three or four things in one dish, you know. So normally <laughs> you have your eggs before it, but the eggs actually came within the meat with the bo- um, swirling in the bone broth. And I just had I, had, I had a taste of it. It was just out of this world. It was brilliant. It looks quite intricate, you know, and yeah. complex. But actually, when you break when when you break it down, you know the the and you you, you get the order right. Um, it's really quite simple, um, but it's super nutritious and. I think combining those sort of things, you know, I mean, instead of having them separate, is, is it's uh, it's nice to mix up. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think overall nutrition is a whole lot simpler than we've made it. You know, with just the, the plethora of random ingredients and foods that have been made and given to people, plus you know, even a lot of health and fitness influencers massively overcomplicate it because it probably oh, keeps, yeah. it keeps them in a job keeping people not knowing what they're doing but it's that overall nutrition is actually very simple you have a couple of things that you know are good for you and like you say you just play around with them and 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 do what you need in this yeah it's overall pretty simple you, yeah you you can literally eliminate two-thirds of the supermarket aisles you know yeah, yeah at least yeah <laughs> which which, uh, which saves you time you know occasionally i'll I'll actually walk through the cereal aisle and I'll have a look to my left and to my right and I'll just sort of laugh laugh out loud at, yeah. at, at how, you know, how irrelevant it, it, it is now, it's how unneeded it is, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's uh, you know that's the world that, you know, we, we companies will make money off it and uh, ultimately that's, um, uh, that's just something that, that, we, that we have to... You know that that that, that happens, and uh, but you know as long as you know what you're doing, then you can you know you, you can avoid those 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 sorts sorts of things and stick to what works. Good news! Our podcast is now available on another new platform. This one is called Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app 
for iOS and Android. It basically finds the trending articles on the web for any topic you can think of and it reads them out to you in a natural human voice so you don't even have to read them yourself. You can follow any kind of topics on there, there's sports, there's business, health, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians if you really want to know about them. And they also have podcasts, of course, your favorite, the Health World Podcast is there. They've got podcasts from over 80 countries, and I listen to all of my podcasts on there now, and they even have digital radio. So you can download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And if you use the promo code WEALTH, I'll also put that in the description, you will get a one-month free premium subscription. So go and download Newsly now, subscribe to our podcast and get your one month free. Yeah, yeah, it's it, the food industry is all about profit. It's not about health. It's what I always try and say to people, it's and the health industry as well is the same. I mean, they're, they're basically in business together, the health and the food industry, because the food industry makes a ton of money by giving everyone cheap, um, processed, unhealthy food, which then allows the pharmaceutical industry to make a ton of money treating people for stuff they don't need to be treated for with drugs which make them even more unhealthy so they're they're both both raking in the money and uh we're all here getting more unhealthy so that's why we got to try and uh educate people and uh get them out of that vicious cycle and let them take back control of their health and their diet and uh see how we can actually live sure uh the uh and, and, and something else that you know I, I actually almost missed a sandwich you know like i would okay, i think i'll i'll treat myself to one uh although my body won't see it as a treat at all certainly my take my taste buds and you know my, my mind will 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 enjoy it for a few minutes um maybe maybe in a couple of weeks but uh <laughs> this day-to-day sandwich eating as well is uh it's it's like such a traditional thing you know you get your yeah. sand or work or, or, or school and you know it's just something that you know it's it's uh it's unthinkable for me to, to, to go back to that now it's yeah it's it's really i mean bread bread is, is really, i mean contains a lot of yeast and, and and wheat which is you know not good for you at all you know it's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the sort of things that um that, that cause inflammation in the stomach but People will see, you know, nice, thick, wholesome brown bread, you know, with uh, ham and tomatoes, you know, and uh, think that they're that they're on they're on the right side, you know, that they're they're actually pretty healthy, but they're nowhere near it, you know. That's um, yeah. that's a, that's inflammatory food with a smile right there. So, yeah, definitely. That's actually bread is actually one thing that I've not missed at all. Um, I haven't eaten bread in quite a long time now. I know some people like. Some people are massive on bread. Some people absolutely love it. But yeah, I've not. That's that's one thing I've not really missed is bread. That's been fine to go without. I think one one thing I found as well, which you, you might find with kind of dropping off the the chocolate and stuff, is when I stopped eating sugar, um, I found that everything else I was eating started to taste a lot better too. Because the 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 sugar just kind of becomes that's all your body can taste, and it, and it kind of kills your taste buds just to sugar. And once you get off it after a bit everything else just begins to taste so much better that's what i found so i think after a bit at first it's hard kind of cutting the sugar but after a bit when everything else tastes so much nicer i feel that then if you can put up with it for a few weeks it starts to become a lot easier sure i look look forward to to getting to that point um i would say that's that's my like uh, 
fizzy, fizzy juice, soft drinks, I've, I can quite easily go without. Um, mm-hmm. I'll normally only have it with a certain amount with alcohol or just as, as a sort of treat. But day to day, I don't, I don't get, I don't get pulled by. To, uh, I don't get that. That doesn't you know pull me in, in any sort of way as as much as chocolate does. So if I can actually eradicate, drop down the crease and then eradicate the chocolate, I'm pretty much there, you know. So, um, and uh, save it. Uh, crisps aren't aren't as big a pull for me either. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, you know I've come a long way. I've experienced huge amounts of benefits. Uh, mental energy uh, is 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 through the roof and. Uh, I've but I've still got some way to to improve. So, and uh, and that's that's the great thing. We we're, we're never we we can always we can always build and get better. And you know, the, the, when it comes down to nuances, especially you know, um, so chocolate is the next thing to and sugar to to eradicate that. And um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm sure if I apply the same sort of mindset and discipline that I've applied to everything before this then it should work the same way as you say after a few weeks your body you will get used to it and you'll just not miss it after that yeah exactly i mean sugar is a drug that, that that's yeah. what it is it gives you the same reaction in your body um, that drugs give and i'm pretty sure that, that there was actually um some research done on it might be on mice or something like that where they actually found that the sugar gave a stronger reaction in their body than cocaine um so yeah so once you get through the kind of withdrawals at first, it, it becomes a lot easier um, to be without it. And I still like if I now and again on rare occasions, if I've earned it and, and I've done, might set myself a challenge, then I'll, I'll still have like a, a sweet treat. I might earn something and have it and then I'll be back to, to nothing again. So it's not like you have to um, never have it again. I mean, obviously, if you want to do that, you can. But, you know, once you've got it under control and you, you know, you can control how you eat then you can easily just have it as a reward and then you're back straight back into into your normal life. Yeah, and I think that would uh, that that will also really help uh, kids as well, especially mm. when it comes to maintaining attention and, you know, this whole stigma around ADHD, you know. I think um, there, there was a, a, someone very prominent um, that, that, that I read that a lot of these cases are actually you know, misdiagnosed, it's not that they've just got this ADHD, it's because of the amount of sugar that they're, they're intaking and, and the amount of distractions around them that's affecting their focus, that, that that's a, you know, a big factor, you know, in, in, in the problem that we have, you know, especially with the younger generation centering around sort of lack of discipline, lack of focus, it's, it, it starts with, you know, the amount of sugar that they're having, especially in these foods that are being packaged up and very attractive um, marketing schemes that actually may, may be portrayed as healthy, but are actually not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ADHD really is not a medical condition. It's a metabolic and lifestyle condition. It, it, mm-hmm. It's completely down to um, their environment, the way they're raised and, and what they're fed. Like they're, they're given a bowl of cereal in the morning, which is sugar, they're sent to school. They're given like a sugary treat at school. They try and make them sit still. And in fact, 
I, I actually a while back I was listening to something really interesting on on ADHD, which was um, we talk about with kids that actually it was. I think it was saying about it wasn't uh, that their attention is understimulated. It was actually that it's overstimulated, um, and, and it's kind of the opposite of what people think that they can't concentrate on stuff. It was almost that they they were too hyper focused with all the sugar and everything in their body that they were so hyper focused that they then couldn't do anything. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was quite interesting, but there's kind of more intricacies to it than you know people think and it, and it but it's definitely not something that's solved by putting them on pills you like you're affecting the rest of their life you basically just trying to all those pills do is basically just try and turn them into a robot and just dull everything down so all of their emotions all their thoughts everything about them just dulled down to nothing which you don't need um and i also was listening to a podcast the other week they were talking about um health with kids and about even in kids medicines you know because medicines like a like say a antibiotics or whatever they come colored okay. and uh, they have a food dye in them and you basically can't get them without the food dye and that food dye is basically terrible for them and lots of kids have had like when they have the medicine parents will notice the difference their behavior and everything but but yet they won't give that medicine to kids without the food dye like why does it matter what color it is it doesn't even change the taste and it's just you know they're just poisoning kids you've got to be careful you know I, i'm trying nowadays be so much more careful of what i give to my kids um and i kind of look back on their earlier years before i kind of knew all this and think about all the stuff i maybe gave them thinking oh yeah okay i shouldn't be feeding them this and that and got to try and improve it as you're improving your own diet too but yeah it's um the, the diet of kids nowadays is not helpful for them at all yeah and as you say you're talking from experience with your own children um and mm -hmm. you've got to marry the 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 the, the set all the aspects together and you know make sure that it's balanced out and I always think it's a bit tricky with, with kids because they are growing and they do need a certain amount of you know food for to help their their joints and their muscles and you know because they're they're growing their muscles are getting bigger um they're going through you know different uh, their body's going through various different stages you know through puberty and everything so um the 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 amount that they're eating um whether like for example at breakfast and lunch no no longer is exist for me it's no longer required my body's completely adapted to that four hour window but for 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 a child for example you know um eating in terms of what they're eating that's that's pretty that, that that's pretty solid you know pretty clear on on what we should Feed, be feeding our children what what we shouldn't be but do you do you try is it is it a bit tricky to get them do you to do you, or do you still feel that it's best that they eat three times a day or do you think that like they need their breakfast in the morning because they are growing and they still are going through um you know that that stages of maturity or is it really just in terms of what they're what they're eating or if they're not hungry they can they can go to lunchtime yeah so we i do keep them they eat more regular than i do like you say with kids growing i think they do need more regular kind of sustenance maybe than an adult yeah um, and the other thing that, that is hard with kids is if i if like i'd have had all this information and known it like when they were born before they were born it would be a lot easier because you you could start them eating the right way the problem is with kids all like baby food kids food as soon as they go from milk 
to anything that's solids or whatever. It's pure sugar, all baby food, like the tins of it and the packets, everything. It's just pure sugar. So they're basically raised on just sugar. That's what they're that's what they're accustomed to. So then trying to transfer them from that to more of like a meat based diet um, can be harder. So the old my oldest is six, youngest is three. So the older one is he's a lot better. The younger one is improving as well. But, you know, at first it was kind of a bit difficult to get them to eat more like that. But they're doing better yeah. all the time. I try and, you know, I set them a good example. I tell them about why we eat meat as well, why it's healthy for you. Um, but it's kind of a different texture. They've kind of grown up on this food, which you can just, food nowadays, you just basically pour it in your mouth. You don't even need to chew it. So now they've got to, you know, chew up some meat and it's a different consistency. So it's kind of harder. So if you could start your kids off, um, there's actually like a lot of people who are, who are carnivore. You can basically, a kid, once as soon as a kid can hold something in their hand, you can actually start giving them um bits of meat and whatever and they'll basically just to, you have it bigger that they can't fit it in their mouths they can't swallow it and that they'll basically just kind of chew on it suck on it because they haven't even got teeth get some of the nutrients out of it obviously you'd have to give them milk and whatever else as well but if you can start them there young then it's going to be kind of easy for you after that um but trans transferring from the standard diet to the kind of one in kids is a bit harder because obviously as adults, we can make our decision and we've grown up and whatever. With kids, it's a bit different. It's a bit harder. So it's been a, a gradual process with them, but they're getting better and better all the time. Um, and, and I know it's a difference in, in their their behaviour as well when they eat well as composed. Sometimes they might have a day where they, where they eat stuff which is not that great for them and you, you can then see the difference in their behaviour. Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, that's an interesting take. You know, it's, uh, in terms of the ch- children's nutrition and their regularity of eating is something that you know I'm not too clued up on, obviously, because I don't have um, that experience yet. But um, no, it's quite interesting what you say because they they are um, they are in a phase of they're constantly they're growing and they're having to adapt all the time. So I think the way that you know that you've got got it set for them is that you're starting them early and you're starting those good habits early, you know, so that they'll find that easier to maintain as they as they get older and uh, it's really just uh, it's a case of making sure that they they listen to you and that they take in the advice and not get influenced by you know the other kids who are you know as you say on sugar from yeah you know straight away pretty much and that just builds and perpetuates you know um that they, they, they become uh, completely you know reliant on it and uh you know, it does. It's just not conducive for a healthy lifestyle at all. And that I think this is where you know that you find that when they when they come out of the teenage years and their early twenties, that they're already overweight. You know, because that is how their body has that that that's what their body's been you know relying on, and it's it's mm-hmm. producing um, it's producing fat, and they haven't had enough of the good stuff either to kind of counter that. So um, the fact that you're you're setting that frame early um, is fantastic you know and I think uh, you know the, the I, I think it depends on on the, the the area maybe or the community that you have but I think if other parents had, you know are aware of, aware of that then they should be enlightened and they should want to do the same sort of thing for for their children you know because uh, ultimately that will just benefit them as massively as humans and uh, or, you know as, as adults you know when they grow up if you can set that, that sort of frame early um 
then they are more likely to go on and be be fit, be healthy, be in shape, and you know ultimately be more successful and more happy as well. You know, more mm. happy, more confident, more content. You know, and uh, not look for you know quick fixes of dopamine as well either. You know, so I think starting it really early is very very important. Yeah, definitely. Again, people always underestimate how much of a link there is between um, just what you eat and your mental state, your mood, everything about you, like like you listed there, like just just the little things you do in what they eat and maybe the way that you, you discipline them, you bring them up and set the frames for them will make a huge difference in the type of person they are. As, as a parent, you need to be aware that every single thing you do is shaping the type of person your child will become. And you need to think about that. One of the things that I really hate the most that really frustrates me and annoys me the most is seeing an obese child. Oh that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That kills me. That's, 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 it's basically in my eyes, it's pretty much child abuse. Like a child can't decide for themselves what's healthy and what's not. They're going to eat mostly what they're given and what they enjoy. And, and, and as a parent, and to be honest, especially for a child, you don't it's, you don't even have to have all the knowledge and be amazing at nutrition just to keep your child not obese i mean back in that you go back simple yeah you go back 40 years and most people weren't you know eating carnivore and whatever but they still kids weren't obese like you it doesn't you don't have to be a nutritionist to keep your child in shape and now you see the amount from obese and just lazy parenting and it's and you're massively decreasing the, the future quality of their life because obesity is something that's going to have knock-on effects throughout their life mentally and physically for them and that you know it's one of the things I, I really really can't stand that and I really get annoyed when I see that I just parents have got to take some responsibility for that and that's another area where I want to kind of educate people as well you know kind of want to target people with health conditions that we can really make a difference in their life and I also kind of want to target and do some specific work with with parents on on how to how to feed their children and stuff like that, which some of it I'm learning with my own kids. And as I go, I'm learning more and putting it into practice. And I just think that's really important because obviously, you know, children are the future as a, was it Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? Someone said in one of her songs. So, I mean, you know, we need to be taking care of their, their nutrition and, and also teaching them. Like I say, kids are, kids are smarter than a lot. A lot of adults I see treat kids I mean, it sounds stupid to say treat like kids because kids are kids, but a lot of adults treat kids like they're nothing. Like I'll always talk to my children like they're adults. You know, I'll explain stuff to them and they understand and take in a lot of it um, and, and they can, you know, repeat it back and they'll come out with stuff. And I'll be like, oh, well, you took that and you remembered that. And I, I think if you teach them, they're more likely to do it. If you just say, right, you're not eating this anymore, you're eating this. And they say, why? And you say, well, do you just are? I think it's better to speak to them as human beings and say look we're going to eat some more of this because this is a lot better for us it's going to make us healthy it's going to make us strong we're not going to get ill and we're not going to eat so much of that because that's not really that good for you but you know you can have it as a treat sometimes and i think if you explain it to them you know people don't give kids the credit they deserve for, for how smart they are yeah they're they're they're, they're actually very perceptive and mm. you know, they, they, they take you know a lot of information in that even subconsciously that you perhaps think will go over their heads but they do take it in and they do see you know that does shape them that does shape the way they think and yeah that's that's that, that I think that's a fantastic initiative to have in terms of educating um, other parents and 
trying to improve the um, even just low on a local level. You know, mm. obviously we want to have as wide a reach as possible, and uh, you know that 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 things like talk talking on this on, on the podcast is is fantastic for that, but also starting at a local level and and building that sort of you know rapport and that um, that sort of base with. Um, parents in the community and then building it up from there you know uh, that that's that's I think it's a fantastic thing and and absolutely really necessary because mm. you know, they are the next generation and they're the generation that are going to be you know potentially look looking after their parents one day or looking after you know creating a society that looks after elderly you know as well so we we, we need to make sure that and, and, and of course, creating legacies, you know, and, and and fulfilling the potential that you that you have for them as parents, you know. So the the basics are the most important, you know. Making sure that they don't have they have a low amount of sugar, and that any sugars, you know, given to them as a as a sort of treat, if you will, and make sure that they they eat well, that they're um, and that they have. That they understand why that is the mm. case, understanding why you're feeding them more of this and less of this, you know, and getting them to actually use, you know, use their brains that way, you know, getting that critical thinking in early as well, as opposed to, you know, just giving them orders, you know, and uh, expecting them to, you know, just go along with it. If they understand the reasoning behind it, that that will that will just elevate their. Their, their, their critical thinking, you know, massively as well, and improve their nutrition, uh, their health in the process, um, and negate the the possibility of, of being overweight because um, when they're overweight at that age, that's that's really dangerous and it's very difficult to shake off as you get into your teenage years. And unless, I mean, it, it, of course, you, you can, it can be. You know, it can be eradicated, but it it, it, take, it will take a lot more work. If you start if you start the right way early, then it's a lot easier to maintain that. You know, um, and for me, I couldn't have had the be- a better. Um, I'm so lucky I've had the, the, the best start. I was never fed processed um, foods or you know these baby foods. I was it was always fresh food, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously you know encouraged to be very active. Um, as a kid and from from eight years old I was pretty much you know entered the world of gymnastics and uh, there was uh, there was no chance of uh, I mean it was you know, I was in shape very fit very strong at a young age so I had that massive advantage there but uh, you know I want to pass that on now and obviously part of being a gymnastics coach you know it helps me do that and 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 Doing, you know, that on this podcast, for example, increasing awareness. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Um, yeah, and I love going back to the earlier point you made about critical thinking. That that that's another reason I like to explain stuff to them because I like that they ask questions. Like kids are inquisitive in general, aren't they? Ki- kids oh, are, yeah. and we kind of lose that as we get to adults. And that's because as you grow up and in school and parents. They don't want kids asking questions. It, 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 they find it annoying and they, and they kind of dull that out people. And that's why then we end up in a society nowadays where people get told to do something that makes clearly no common sense in terms of health and people go do it. 
so so I, I love that they ask questions and, uh, and I'm more than happy to explain stuff to them and, and we shouldn't want to get rid of that from kids kids being inquisitive is that's how they learn and, and we should embrace that even though you know don't get me wrong sometimes the questions can get annoying but you know that's just that's just part of having kids you've got to um, put up with that um, and uh, I think as well we like you said it's there's nutrition side and then the other side of it with kids is kind of teaching them how to be a good person and teaching them that that discipline I think I think I mentioned it last week about um with with ours now with when they want screen time they, they have to earn it through through doing exercises and and they get once a week they can have a sweet treat so so they understand that you know it's normally at the weekend like this week friday friday night um i can't remember whether we the wife got something or that they asked if they could have their treat so I said okay but you know you understand that if you have it tonight you, you don't get it on the weekend and they you know they were fine with it understood it they had their treat the friday and and they they knew that that was it for the weekend so it's just kind of instilling in kids that stuff has to be earned and that kind of discipline and just a general outline of how to be a decent human being you don't have to you know you don't have to try and teach them to be mother teresa just no. you could teach them how you know the basics of being a decent human being and keeping themselves healthy that's going to benefit the future societies and like you alluded to there you know as a parent the child is going to be the one who looks after you when you're old. If, if they're in a complete physical, mental mess because of how you raise them, they're not going to be much good at looking after you. I mean, they might not even be there anymore if you've messed their health up completely, um, which is obviously a horrible thing for anyone to have to do. Any parent to have to bury their child is horrible. So, you know, people need to think about that and the seriousness of, of things they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really good points there. Um, and, you know, it, it, making them making them understand, you know, responsibility and accountability um, early on is really important mm. and, and the value of things as well. You know, um, there's a, you know, I, I got, for example, I was on holiday um, years ago and uh, my uh, my cousin's daughter, the only seven, was, you know, bringing all the, the family were outside and, you know, she was bringing the you know the food trays and and things and and glasses you know back and forward and asking you know already asking you know the uncles and the aunts you know uh would you would you like another beer and they would just break <laughs> over and i just thought that was a really great you know touch you know that 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 they have they they, they were able to contribute you know they weren't just sort of Okay, the iPad maybe wasn't around back then, but they, they could have they could have easily gone and amused themselves with their Game Boy or whatever you know whatever it was. Um, but instead, you know the, the 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 you know my cousin actually said, you know here's here's your job, you know mm. um, take this to take this out to to uncle, you know here, <laughs> take this out to your auntie here, and uh, you know um, your. Uh, you um, be 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 productive, you know, and uh, later on you can get your you can get your treat, you know. So it's making them feel a part of it, but also using their using their brains and making them feel, you know, like they they were making a contribution and and just the value of things as well as you say, you know, like they 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 got a nice ice cream after that, and uh, you know that was earned. So, um, but yeah, ch children, they, it's it's so important that they have they have a really great start and. You know, I think one of the big things right now is, 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 is you know, men mental illness and the whole stigma around mental illness and depression. You know, 
if you are if you are in healthy really good if you're in good shape you know you're not carrying any fat you're you you're you're well you carry yourself well you're well put together you 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 work hard you your your nutrition's on point then it's a lot less it's a lot less likely that you feel you know uh, feel depressed you know so that's that's something that they need to start with you know get get to the gym work out change your diet up see what what it is about your lifestyle that's that's bringing you down eradicate those things and then see how you feel you know um instead of um of immediately presuming that it's that you you are infected with something that you can't do anything about and here's some pills again you know yeah yeah physical and mental health are completely intertwined that you know that you can't have one without the other you know they affect each other so if you improve one of them you're going to improve the other uh, I, a couple months back i did the little a little series on how to be your own doctor and talked a bit about that and it's it's so true like the majority of anxiety and depression you could cure it by um, just improving their diet and lifestyle and it'd be completely cured instead of being put on some some drugs and just left on them for the rest of their life i know i know quite a few people that have you know have been put on the, these drugs for depression and the other thing is that you know they're meant to be a short-term thing and they're people left on them for like 20 years doctor doesn't doesn't check doesn't say does anything need and just left on them like well that's you now um, and obviously then they get terrible side effects from the the drugs as well which then lead to other conditions and, and the whole medical system really is is upside down anyway and it's not a not really a in a, in a great place and not a thing i like which is <laughs> why i'm trying to teach people how they can avoid the medical system and look after themselves and then you know you know where you're at then yeah absolutely you know take take the responsibility and accountability and do your own research you know as well and mm -hmm. the, as you say there's there's a lot of there's a lot of wealth and knowledge and information out there you know and uh, you know making sure that you know not being ha having to be reliant on on medication you know that that's just a it's it's such a really bad precedent to begin with um you know your medication should be your food you know that your your diet you know the, the things that you're putting into your mouth and the, the things that you're not putting into your mouth as well that's yeah. that, that that's your medication that 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 sirloin steak there that's my medication you know <laughs> if you will and uh, you know yeah i can't i can't I can't ever remember not not feeling good about myself after I've I've had a meal like that. Whereas if I have like you know a sort a sausage supper, you know it tastes great at the time, but afterwards I feel I actually do feel depressed. You know, <laughs> it sits there and it, my 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 energy just just drops. My yeah. enthusiasm just drops. You know, my my sort of zest. You know, for um, you know what it is um, or my, my my level of productivity you know wanes so it, very important you know what 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 we're what we're eating and what we're drinking you know because it does it absolutely does affect your mood and then if it affects your mood then it's gonna affect your your efficiency and your productivity and then that's gonna impact on your 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 work your lifestyle and also your potential as well you know because you could have a lot of potential in something, but if you don't have the ba the basics to begin with, mm -hmm. um, and 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 also we we talked about that last week about um, what we talked about mindset and also how important it is to have a sort of a strategy and a plan as well. Um, 
yeah, if you don't have that, then then you're lost. And then all of these things just just combine to to make somebody feel depressed. So, um, you know, it starts with um, it starts with the basics and not having to be relying on medication. Yeah, definitely. That's what the whole um, the whole thing. I, I mean, the this little series I've done, I have to be on doctor. I'll probably revisit at some point, and I'll probably use um, a decent amount of it uh, on the membership platform in terms of going to make some kind of education educational videos and stuff to teach people and it's basically based off you know if you, if you line up basically your diet your sleep your exercise and your, your kind of stress and mental health like you get you get those four things in check you're not going to need the doctor you know and people need to look at it as they are their own doctor and if you and like you said about a plan if you have a plan for all those things don't just wander through thinking i might do this i might do that like plan this is what i'm going to eat the, the worst thing you can do for eating is if you're eating well is if you don't plan you get in one day you've had a long day and you're really hungry and you're going to go for the easiest thing aren't you and it's going to be something not great so plan plan stuff with that exercise have that planned out because it's very easy for you to decide oh, i'm not going to exercise today have it a, a set plan and um, with your diet your fitness sleep if you can have a set structure around your sleep is going to help you too um, and in terms of your mental health and stress, you, you need to have a plan around that too and a structure. And you need to be willing to cut off uh, toxic people and toxic situations and, and know when to kind of cut yourself off from things and build up your mental strength. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's, all, it's all really, really important. It all comes together. And um, that's what we're going to be aiming to teach people and educate people on and, and hopefully see some really great success stories and, and make a big difference in people's lives, which is kind of the whole thing that we're aiming for with this podcast and with the whole, uh, the, the whole brand. So, I mean, looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, we, we kind of, uh, went slightly, uh, off track on, we were going to discuss one or two other things, which we'll save for another week. We were going to talk a little bit more on some other minds and stuff, but we covered important stuff today. You know, kids, very important. Um, and as, as parents, we've got to do our bit to, to help them and to give them the right nutrition. So anyone who listens to this and wants to know more, then definitely follow the socials, um, join the Facebook community. By the time you hear this, the membership platform might be up and running. You can try and join that. We'll link everything in the description. And um, yeah, just, just take that personal responsibility to look after the future of your kids and, and raise them properly. And thank you very much for joining me again. Not a problem, Ryan. Thanks a lot for, for having me on. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed imparting, you know, the knowledge and experience that, that I've got. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to giving that value and, and helping people. And I think that I've no doubt that, you know, the, the, the subscriptions will be tremendous, tremendous value for, for and, and tremendous value for money and rate of return in terms of, what they're going to what they're going to get out of it because um it really is um the complete opposite of of what they have been um they have been told and mm. and and you know it's pro programmed if you will you know into their brains from from quite mm. a young young age so it's just about reversing that and getting enlightening people and giving that value so i think they'll, they'll there will, there will be some tremendous success stories out of this. I've no doubt about it. And I look forward to contributing to that. So um, thanks for having me on. And I uh, look forward to um, being on again in the future. Yeah, that's great. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, yeah, we, we just want to help people. And, and it's more of a knowledge problem than everything else that people have. And we just want to 
get that knowledge out there to them. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. As I said, we'll put all the links for getting in touch and contact uh, in the description for everyone. So if you have any questions, please do get in touch. We'll see you next week for another podcast and let's get optimal together. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or you'd like to appear on it, then please contact us at hwpoduk at gmail.com on our website, which is healthwealthuk.com or on any of our social medias, which are at hwpoduk. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share it with all your friends and family and we will see you next week.